Tanya for the 28th of Tishrei, but first the story. There was a nobleman that lived during the times of the Baal Shem Tov that had an unreasonable hatred towards the Baal Shem Tov, and he always tried to look out for the moment where he could kill the Baal Shem Tov. One time the Baal Shem Tov was inspecting a fortress, an isolated fortress, and there was an officer there who the Baal Shem Tov was talking with. And as the Baal Shem Tov was talking in this isolated fortress of this officer, it sounds like from the story that they were very remote and there was it was very difficult for the, you know, it didn't sound like it was a very populated area, which meant it was a good opportunity. The nobleman suddenly shows up, and as soon as the nobleman shows up, the Bashantov leaves. And the officer asks the nobleman, you had just had a chance, you know, this is your chance to hurt the Bashantov, why didn't you take it? Why didn't you shoot him? And the nobleman says, what are you talking about? Shoot who? And he says, the Bashamta. He was just standing here a second before you showed up. You, you would have seen him. And <clears throat> the officer, the, the nobleman, realized that he couldn't see the Bashamta. The Bashamta had made himself invisible and he wasn't able to see it. And the nobleman got very um, overwhelmed and he realized that he's never going to get a chance to hurt the Bashamta. So he said, I may as well make myself friends with the Bashamta. Um, and gain his goodwill because the Bashanta is clearly far more powerful and, and I don't have a chance of hurting him. And that's exactly what happened. He, he made himself friendly with the Bashanta and he was, he was safe. The disturbance shift with Bashanta. The Tanya so far is still this very long letter in the defense of the Bashanta explaining how Shina operates, how the, How the statement of the Bashamtav that if a person encounters a hooligan encounters a Jewish person and tries to disturb his learning, that the the Shechina somehow is invested. We'll talk about the details about the investiture or not invested, etc. Enclosed, invested, but the Shechina somehow is um, within this person that's trying to trouble the trying to. To trouble the Jew, it sounds like a very controversial statement. Somehow, you know, the godliness found in the 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 worst impurities. But as as Altar is in the middle of explaining, it's going to explain further, especially in today's Tanya and moving tomorrow and uh, moving further in tomorrow's Tanya. It's not really such a surprise to say that the Shekhinahs and everything, including even the lowest of the lowest energies that that exist in this world, because that's kind of how it all works. As Altar will explain, Ella. So, continuing from yesterday, which we talked about the Shekhinah in the world of Atsilas, and the world of Bria, and the world of Yitzhir, and the world of Asiya, and each one powers up different things. Of course, the Shekhinah in the world of Asiya is powering up physicality. Now, the question is, what about evil? What about negativity? What about energies in outside of Israel? Or what about energies during Golos, during a time when Mashiach isn't here? That's what Al Tabasim discussed today. Every country has its own angel, has its archangel. There's lots of stories that in Chazal talking about, you know, that, for example, Yeshua, the, 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 the angels of the, of the Canaanim were given over to Yeshua before he conquered the land. There's many precedences in, in Chazal in general, of this idea of the 70 different angels, each one is responsible for one particular na- nation. So, the Haino, so what happens with the regard to these angels outside of Israel? The Shechina energy um, descends. In the case of this world, it would be Malchus, 
which is Shechina and the word of Hashem, as we explained yesterday, but of the fourth world, the word of Asiyah, and it encompasses over these 70 angels, this Shechina energy of the world of Asiyah goes over the the 70 angels of the particular different nations, giving them energy. It doesn't actually enclose itself in them. Ach so it just radiates and shines over them in a very encompassing manner, not in an internal injecting manner. And this energy is able to give them some degree of energy. The altar explains like this. From these angels of every different um, nation, life force goes from the, the level of um, the Shechina to these angels and these angels then animate the animals and the birds and the, all the physicality in their land. Now there is a difference of course between the animals and the birds and the, the pure ones and the impure ones and the souls of, of, of all the people living in the different the different nations and the Al-Tarebus has that in brackets but the idea is is that where does all this energy where does all this energy come from this energy comes from the angels by way of the Shechina and even then it doesn't fully invest itself it kind of hover the energy kind of hovers around and eventually makes its way inside each world and, and all the creatures within that world that now it's important to understand the energy that comes into the land let's say a particular land is a, is a fraction compared to what's given the energy that's given over the, to the angels so the angels getting let's say a, a, an incredible amount of energy and even that we'll talk about in a second and only a fraction of a fraction of a fraction actually makes its way inside, inside that land. Now, that actual angel itself, and the, the angel themselves is only getting a fraction of a fraction of the actual energy of the word of Hashem. What are we trying to say? We'll, 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 we'll stop for a second and explain and then we'll continue. But what we're trying to say is that during the times of, of uh, outside of Israel, the energy that's given is a very, very tiny fraction of a fraction of the Shechina, Word of God energy that we talked about yesterday. That energy which is so powerful and so pure, only a very tiny fraction actually makes its way down into the world, into, let's say, a cow walking around in a particular land outside of Israel. And even though only such a small fraction ends up making its way into the this particular land, inside an animal or whatever it is inside of that land, that spark, that tiny fraction of a fraction of a spark that eventually makes its way there, is 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 in deep state of exile. It's in exile because it's a piece of the Shechina broken down many times over, but at the same time it's it's an exile. And that's why they're called other gods. The and they they call 
Hashem, the God of the gods, Shagam Haim Haim they consider their idols to be some form of power, which of course is ridiculous anyway. But they say, well, our God has some power, and the God of the gods, oh, that is Hashem. People with a bit of understanding understand there's a force, the force of Hashem that's beyond everything else. They say, well, our gods have whatever they have, and then there's God of the gods. And that's why until Mashiach comes, the, there's going to be so many idol worshippers in the in the world because they're going to be, you know, um, um, giving tribute to what they believe to have some form of individual power, which is really just nothing at all. It's just the energy of Hashem that passes through their angels or whatever they consider to be, you know, their forces that help their nation, whatever it is. When Nika Gam Kain Gam Kain Meshem Galos Hashchina, and this is called the exile of the Shechina. Ma'acha Shachai Zeh Shabachinas Galos Mosechom Umeharara Anim Shechas Lehem and this is with Hashem and Nika Meshem Shechina, and this energy of the, this divine spark is in the state of exile because it's though it might be a fraction of fraction of the actual Shechina itself, it's in a state of. Um, it still ha- retains some form of that holiness. And that holiness makes its way down into this world, and it it's a, it's an exile. The Golos and Nimsham Now, when did this idea of the exile begin? It really truly began when Adam Marishan, the sixth Pasha, Adam Marishan ate from the tree. From that point onwards, there became this diff- you know diffusion of good and evil, and. The, that evil makes its way, that, or the goodness is now trapped within the evil deep, deep, deep below, and all that pieces of goodness are in a state of exile. And this is the lowliest parts of the dimensions of, of holiness. Now, the process began truly with Adam Arishan eating from the tree. At that point, there became this mixing up of good and evil, enabling good to go deep within evil and within this world. And that is a state of exile, a deep state of exile for the Shekhinah, which is the source of that, of that goodness that's powering everything up. But when did it actually really become a, a much more intense, much more dreadful form of exile? That happened when the Jewish people went into exile, with the, with the, with the destruction of Beis Hamidrash and the Jewish people being exiled, in about that it's written, Golul Edom, when the Jewish people were, were exiled to Edom, which is the, you know, those are the people that, the, the Romans who destroyed the second Beis Hamidrash, the Shechina went along with them, which meant the Shechina also went in, get, to exile. So the process may have begun with Adam Arishan, with Adam eating from the tree of good and evil, etc., but the, it became a lot more intense and a lot more solidified when the Jewish people went into exile. And of course, with the Khan Mashiach, that's, that's all going to be, that's going to be all undone. What's the point? The point is like this. Shechina exists in everything. So the Alter Abbas, the Alter Abbas going to the defense of the Bashanta, you already can start to see where things are heading. The Alter Abbas is explaining how the Shechina works. He says, yes, the Shechina itself in its truest form is extremely holy and sublime, but the Shechina energy also, give, also, rate, um, you know, income or falls a little bit on the seventy angels that that each one responsible for each one each land outside mm-hmm. of Israel, mm-hmm. and from that a fraction of a fraction also makes its way into everything within that world. So the shechina is everywhere. The shechina is powering up absolutely everything. 
Thank you so much for joining the Tanya Tanya's Illinois Shoshana. I have a and also for the success for all the soldiers and all the Jewish people living in the land of Israel and living all around the world. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya. Have a wonderful and very successful day.